Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ah, te lo puede. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of um, Selena and Yolanda memes going around that are excellent. Really? Like, I saw the probably the top three favorite TikToks I've seen is just this woman clapping to the beat of a Selena song with the headline, Yolanda gets probation in 2025. And she's like waiting for her outside the prison for a beat to beat her down. And it was like... Wait, oh, Yolanda the murder? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. like she, she's out Yolanda of, Hadid. No, no, no. Yolanda's out of jail in like three years. And the TikTok was just this this woman going like this, just waiting <laughs> outside of a penitentiary for yeah, Yolanda. Like she, she better... She better go in straight into hiding. I hope she gets her... I mean, I'll say it. I hope she gets... I can't believe the, you couldn't shoot someone dead and get out of jail and then eventually you get out of jail yeah with her family still here and just being like i mean i can't imagine that just for like a regular Mm -hmm. like if you killed like just a normie but but killing like a a, beloved celebrity beloved celebrity and truly like all of i mean america but like all of mexico is like in love She's with Selena. Yeah. And like, get ready. You shouldn't, like, being free might be worse than being in jail. Yeah. You're not safe. Trust no one. Also, like, fuck you're you. You're a murderer. You're a murderer, Yolande. Anyway, wow. justice for Selena, as always. Yeah, always. I saw a great performance last weekend with a, a singer that, or a, a performer that was lip syncing Selena and she was dressed like her and she was fucking amazing. I was at this place on La Brea for her birthday and she was just like unbelievable. And as soon as she came out, the whole place just went crazy. And yeah. it was like she possessed us. And I was like, I was just thinking about how big she would be if she was still here. Unreal. Like Beyonce. JLo. Yeah. Bigger than JLo. I mean, JLo, ha- I'll say it, has Selena to thank. I mean, J-Lo was great in that movie. Yeah. She was... I remember watching that in a hotel once and just being riveted by her. But she would be like Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Celine Dion. Yeah. One of the greats. She would be doing like residencies in Vegas. Oh my that God. That we'd all be going to. Sad. Fucking queen. I have to rewatch that movie. Same. It's so, so good. Beyond good. Yeah. Uh, um... I was talking about another talk about another diva guys 
We need to talk about performers. The video. This is a, we're talking about iconic performances throughout in Los time. Angeles. In Los Angeles, um, last night, LA, a Burbank AMC. Talk talk about AMC. Part of AMC, your, part, and part, part and course for your theory. Strike three. A video surfaced of a woman, I guess, during a screening of the the Lost Kingdom, the Lost City of Z, the Lost City, that Sandra oh, Bullock, Channing Tatum movie. Which, like, I want to like. I want to like that movie, but I simply cannot. Yeah, I can't support. I can, I support. The cast. Love a Sandra Joint. Love a Sandra Joint. Channing Tatum, we always stand. I'm also just like, why couldn't it just be as simple as like romance novelist gets lost in the jungle and has to find her way out with this like crazy crew of hotties? Like, why does it have to then have like a mystical like adventure element to yeah. it? That is what takes me out. And I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. Love and light. Like, it's a live plain, your it's, truth. It's but- a plain movie. It is a plane movie. It's like it's like a second plane. If you're in a long flight, it's like the second movie you watch, and you're just kind of like an international flight. You're like half watching it and half like snoozing, snoozing, or just like looking at your phone. Yeah, it's like if you, I can only watch that movie though if I have a lay flat. If I can't watch it <laughs> sitting vertically, no. it's only a lay flat. Anyway, so at a theater in Burbank last night. There was a screening for this movie, and I guess the projector wasn't working, or the projectionist hadn't shown up yet. So there was like a twenty-minute delay in the start of previews, which which if you're at an AMC, <sighs> you're already looking at thirty-five minutes of previews. It's like an hour. Then you add another twenty minutes. It's a of straight waiting. hour. So now the two hour and 15 minute movie you're gonna watch is now a three you're watching the godfather essentially yeah i mean so there the people are waiting and i guess some this one <laughs> this one star of a woman this broad this broad she's a true broad she decided to mrs mazel the crowd and just stand up and test out her tight 20 i guess that she's been doing so she does a stand-up routine in a bandage dress at the center the center stage in front of everyone while the lights are still on. And she's, she holds the theater cop captive with her, her I incredible I Shay bit. Diaz, honestly. It's a, I think it was, if you really trace this back to... It has Shay all over If you it. trace back the comedy roots and the inspiration at the bottom of the K-hole, you'll find a void. And in that void will pop the familiar face and voice that says... Hi, it's Shay Diaz. Hey, it's Shay Diaz. No, they're they're all over this. And I think this woman at the theater, she does this kind of like a harrowing a harrowing <laughs> a harrowing stand-up bit about like trauma and motherhood, single motherhood and and chanting. She's chanting at one point. She's spouting pretty blatant racism at one point. She's talking she's about a regular edge lord. She's a regular edge lord. She's talking about bodycon Luke. She's talking, she's in a in a taupe bodycon Luke. A taupe body, Miss Old As the Daily Mail would say, showing off her body, her rockin' bod. Her rockin' bod. She's a rock star. Old bandage dress takes center <laughs> stage. Miss hips. Miss skinny waist. She's like, you know what? She put up she was she was prepared to do this. We need to pull up her video. Okay. Also, I'm in shock, but not that friend of the pod, Michael Sherman, was there. 
and documented it on his Instagram, yeah. which is how I saw this. I didn't know that by now she's a national sensation. That seems very on brand for him that he would just be there. Mm-hmm. Um, He's always going to the movies. Yeah. I'm shocked. I'm on honestly. There's a chance that I could have been there too. Maybe, yeah, you know. Yeah, if you had gone with him. I know. Kind of a bummer that you didn't. I know, Michael. But, but like, I'm sorry if. All right, we have to watch this. Okay, yeah, we just. I just need to share that if this, if I had been here, I would have left, or I would have thrown like a a soda at her. This is like t- this is a tomato moment. Or just. This is terrorism. We needed one person they just all it takes is one person someone be the did. change you wish to see in the world where you're like sit the fuck down someone did a woman said we need can you please put us out of our misery yeah and then that's when she called that woman she was like wow it's insane to see an asian being racist i was like honey it's not racism if you suck at comedy <laughs> and someone tells you to get off the fucking stage <laughs> to literally leave us all alone. I love the place you go. You're like, well, a classic racist again. Yeah. Also like you can't really be racist against white people. No. Also like you're causing racism against white women by doing this because she's, we, she's it worse. we don't need this. <laughs> she's making it worse for all, for all, but no, it's, it was, I mean, Bravo to that woman that tried to shut her down, but you could not stop this lady, this comedian. She was full mazeling. She's also a psychic medium. Wait, wait, wait. Where do I find her video? Go on, go on, go on my twatter. It's up there. Follow E. Cario on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Follow E. Cario. Follow E. Cario. Okay. Hold up. You should really all be following me. Yeah, at this point. So, I am a single mom. Oh Do you have any single moms in the house? Take my Pismo Beach, Pismo Beach, Pismo Beach is a shithole. Sorry to you, Pismo listeners. Lake Tahoe, you know it. We don't want you in I've been going through the depression. The Nichiren Buddhists did not need her doing this. They've I do love through, that. I relate. They've been through <laughs> enough. And as a former chanter. chanter and someone who's actively been thinking, like, maybe I need to take up chanting were- again. This woman came through and mm. I was like imagining her at, like interfacing with her in any aspect at like a gathering of Nichiren Buddhists and was like, you are the reason. You were, Yeah. I was As a shook. former elusive chantress, you you take offense. I love this woman in the video that's in the audience, just fully pretending that this is not happening. I know. She's just having a normal conversation that's- as though. The most insane thing is in an unfolding in front of her. Honestly, that is very LA. LA people, be... they let you just do you. LA holds space for <laughs> public displays of mental illness really well. It and does. Like, it, it's like if someone's having a clear break from reality, people in LA, in New York, they'd be like, get the fuck away from me. And in LA, they're just kind of like, 
I'm just another one. I'll give you space. Mm-hmm. We'll let you do this. We'll let you do this because honestly, like no one's even laughing. No, like, they're all no just one's kind even of paying talking. attention. Everyone's kind of talking while this goes on, which makes me as a viewer feel crazy. That, okay, I have to tell you this. That is the perfect summation of living in LA. Is just feeling like, am I crazy or am I seeing this? Yeah, that's sort of like. Because you said people in the comments from New York were like, why the fuck is no one saying to, telling her to shut up? Yeah, in New York, someone would be like, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up! up! But not, no. We need to have we need more a New little York. New Yorker we do. energy well, when it I comes mean, to these people. We, it's time to shut them down. Shut this. It's time to it, shut it, it down. In 2022, we don't have time. No, I we're shutting time. down crazy in 2022. I don't have time for spontaneous comedy in 2022 in a public space. There's already enough things to be afraid of in public spaces. There's a lot of things that I could list that I won't right now. But to <laughs> add this to another threat against my my well-being you go in a movie theater there's a lot of variables at play you're like you're gonna go through yeah like anything could could happen like a red-haired joker could come in here and take us all out with a machine gun or (laughs) miss bodycon could get up and do a tight 10 old bandage dress bodycon could come out and really old taupe rock the house down and <laughs> Miss both are both are not desirable no but yeah i urge you i implore you and i'm gonna do this too because i get really avoidant and this is even my reaction now is like a tightening and feeling extremely uncomfortable and just willing it to stop but now I'm going to say, if you see something, say something. If okay. only for like... Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I, I have to say, I've done that before. I've been the person... You in have. A, I've been the person in a theater who said, shut the fuck up. I've only administered like stern looks and I think maybe once was like, shh. But I'm now... It's, 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 inv- it's powerful. Yeah. I'm Not the Laugh Factory. Wait, wait till the end. I love. Wait. I love. Also a psychic medium. Okay. A lady from the valley. I never saw the last parts of singing and I'm now going to hold this entire audience accountable. Why did you clap? You could This have, is actually now on your shoulders. Again, a and very again, L- very, you encouraged this person. It's very LA as well. Like, we'll clap. No, you don't have LA is full of we're we're all very um codependent and people love to clap. We're people pleasers here. Mm-hmm. Because it's an you know, the industry, the showbiz, you just you have to you have to please and please and please and it's never enough. No, we don't need to do that. We need to shut it down. If 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 that's happening, you say sit down and shut the fuck up like everyone else mm-hmm. and ho- and wait it out like all of us. If you want to do your comedy, take it on down to the to the club, take it on down to the the laugh factory or some open mic and do it there. Leave us all be. I want to go watch my shitty Sandra Bullock movie with Channing Tatum for an hour and a half and just feel some fucking reprieve from this horrible world that we live in, even if for a hundred minutes. 
Let me be. Let Even us be. If you're though, and now that I'm thinking, maybe Michael wasn't there because this was the exact video. So maybe he just oh, was like oh, reposting. Oh, oh. But if you're willingly going to go see The Lost City, you are probably this kind of comedy's right up your alley. <laughs> well, also, this is it's your job if you're seeing a movie like this, it's your job to like put the kibosh on anything that could like make it worse mm -hmm. you know what i mean we're already about to go through enough by <laughs> Don't, it, any the powers that be green lighting this script and then putting us all collectively through what's sure to be a very disappointing cinematic experience <laughs> with people who once were icons gods still goddesses icons. yeah still icons that are debasing themselves for your entertainment that I don't yeah. know who deemed this to be appropriate or who decided that anyone wanted or needed this. Well, you but know what? now you're give them the respect they deserve for being for being martyrs. They're, they're martyring themselves right they now. Are. And so like the least we could do is pay our twelve dollars and sit and twelve dollars. Pay our twenty-three dollars to go see the lost city in IMAX so we can watch an hour and 40 minutes of, of, of Brad Pitt just not Brad Pitt. You wish fall. He's in it. He is. Yes. Oh, I thought it was. It's Channing Tatum and Brad Pitt has a cameo. Oh, that was in the preview. Oh, I don't know. Well, now, you know, and well, it, may, it gets worse and worse. I would have said, haven't we been through enough when this woman started her, her performance? showbiz it's just you know it's it's so it's also just like very this is the city we live in where everyone's like i'm gonna have my it's everyone's in their la la land moment like this it's another day you know and it's like yeah. god damn it you know we're all we're all humiliating ourselves every day in this city nicole would not <laughs> accept this in her amc no if nicole kidman we come to the theater we come to the theater for respite mm -hmm. right and and not respite respite and and sanctuary yeah not heartbreak ms. feels good in a place like this not ms tiffany no psychic medium slash comedian who queen anyway, of the valley i'm just like it just really it really unsettled me and it's deeply unsettling and it's like people if you don't people not in la looking in on this saying like does this happen all? yes it's either this or James Corden and Camila Cabello coming up to your car and shaking their tits. Or just seeing a street photo shoot happen. Yeah, that fucking pink. Anywhere you go. Literally, you're, in you're at ground constant zero. risk. Every time I leave the house, someone's having a photo shoot on a street corner. You're in like the epicenter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I used to love it. And now, after about 14 years, I've had quite enough. Yeah. It's just like this is. You know what though? She'll probably get. She's signed. She's signed. She probably got signed. CAA is like, we need her. She got signed. She's like green lighting. She's got some. Probably the overall. producers of the Lost City are like, get this girl on the phone. She was a plant. Maybe. It's like that Axel Weber guy who was in L.A. last week too. I'm so nervous. He was in L.A. Yep. Doing what? General meetings. He okay. took he took a photo. I'm not even gonna like because he's like 12, so I'm like being a big old crone hag. But well, he took a photo from Lionsgate and was like, "I can't believe this is my life." And it's like, 
I can. You're it's a general. You're groomed for. It's a general. This. Don't take a meeting from it. Don't take a photo from a general. This anyway. is the state of entertainment. The death knells of the entertainment industry. We've made it. This a the city's become too safe. If people feel this at ease, terrorizing this, hundreds. This is a woman I think probably our age. It's not even like a. I don't. A, a I don't young. want her to. That's not my thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> this is thirty-seven. This is, I think, though. Once you have gone through enough as a woman, like once you've come to a certain place in womanhood and you have had kids and like you're aging and going through it it does actually make a lot of sense that you would then feel compelled to get up and share your kooky stories i did love when the woman was like please stop and she goes oh like do you want to come up here it's like no one's asking no one wants to come up here and she goes and entertain people no one's entertained. But then you find out that everyone is entertained because they gave like a rousing applause. Yeah, them. I guess people were into it. So I also, what else did I want to talk Incredibly about? Incredibly disappointed and every, every Burbank local. Mm-hmm. I blame you, Burbank. And I, I have to say, my, I love Burbank. Uh, me too. So now, but now I, I question my loyalty to, I to just Burbank. Recently, was looking at maybe I want to rent a house with a pool in Burbank. No. Nope. Honestly, though. No, I mean that would be chic. no. That would be the fucking look. Burbank is fucking great. Yeah, I mean the valley. If you're gonna, nothing is affordable right now. But truly, I'm like. Are you being called to the valley? I'm being called to the valley. If I could find a great rentable house with a pool to give my son a luxurious (laughs) life my gay son i need my my gay son to be able to have a little yard and a pool and also i'm like it would just be nice Mm -hmm. i but i digress anyways what else did we want to talk about really quick what did you want to talk about you said you had something else before we get into midwives you said you had something else oh what was it i'm blanking right now did you tweet about it i can look it up (laughs) sure who wants some midwives? Did you tweet about it? Oh. You tweeting? Oh. <laughs> You're harrowed by Axel. Oh. Was it was Jeffrey's it the... Island? Yeah, Jeffrey, the Epstein Island is for sale. My, was it Miley's? I think it was plane? My, I think it was I want to talk about the the true insanity of E News's poll quotes that they use celebrity poll quotes it just continues to like up its ante and i thought nothing could be better than the january 6 celeb reactions but they seem to do it every day no they're constantly doing the damn thing miley i guess miley cyrus recently had there was an emergency landing oh her plane got struck by lightning this is what i want to talk about okay i watched the boeing dock oh my god finally wow um it it was actually you were right that it made me feel better after I watched it because yeah, I because I like knew more. You're grappling with less of the unknown, and now I know. Now there's more on the line, so they'll be more accountable. I think. Let's hope. Let's hope. But they found the black box. Let's the, see. If, let's let's of circle the China back. Crash. Yeah. So in our bonus episode, we talked about the most recent Boeing crash, which, by the way, 
if you are listening to this podcast just like Reggie style and you're harrowed by the three minute LinkedIn ads that you get put through every time, there is hope where you can go and sign up for the SUP Patreon and get all the episodes completely ad free. Wow, that sounds like a really good deal. And get a weekly bonus episode and it's only $6 a month, which that... I realized is way underpriced because I went to someone's Patreon recently to try and get a bonus episode and they were charging $15 a month. Wow, we are So I'm really We're doing a public service. Yeah, like underselling and myself doing... at this point. And I say we do really great bonus. Oh, like we get in kill it. A lot of it is about Boeing now. Mm-hmm. We're just like a Boeing podcast, but I think that's a good deal for We're six Boeing dollars truthers. a month. Yeah, you can get just two fronds yucking it up together in a charming West Hollywood apartment, talking about plane crashes mm-hmm. and life with a Y. <laughs> so this plane didn't just crash; it like. Plummeted. plummeted vertical vertical plummet and it did kind of like go up for a second if you look at like the graph the flight plan graph it like plummeted then went up for a brief MCAS. second and then plummeted but the mcas someone said on the on the patreon comments they were like this plane didn't have an mcas it wasn't the type with an mcas so it's like must be something else so the recording Material from the black box found on Wednesday appeared to have survived the impact of Monday's. God, why don't they put the entire plane in a black box case? Yeah, I don't know. It's in relatively good shape. Okay, so now we need. There's a, the search continues for the flight data recorder. Are they still deco- are they decrypting the? There's a no survivors have been found. I'm like, yeah, you don't say that. That's a non-survival kind of crash. I mean, just from the angle of the plane, I I'm hoping they were all gone, incinerated on impact, or gone before they yeah. even hit the ground, because that would be the best hope you could get for that. The U.S. National Transportation Safety Board said on Wednesday it had not determined if investigators would travel to China given strict visa and quarantine requirements, and Chinese officials declined to say whether or when NTSB officials would be invited. Mm. I will say, we never know. I was surprised that I'm not. I mean, I guess because it's a U.S. company, but how China really was—they were the first ones to really pull the plug on air max and like everyone followed china so everyone grounded them when because yeah china immediately grounded them and then the rest of the world like back no no no, i'm talking about back in 2017 or 2018 oh and those other i'm saying i to learn this in the doc was kind of surprising to me that they were like so just like done and then everyone followed suit and then the u.s like had to have fucking Donald Trump ground the planes, which yeah. was like actually a good move on his part. No, it was but, a great move. But like, but uh, also I, it's like absurd. I feel like I don't know anything about foreign policy, but I feel like China's always ready to snatch an American company's oh, wig. Oh, for sure. It's, but it's, I love that, and their wigs deserve to be snatched and then burned. We were snatched, and you know, it just shows you China's like they're ready to shut it, shut it down at the Oscars. They are. It was. It's a crazy, and I didn't realize Rory Kennedy directed it. Who's, Who's that? Bobby Kennedy's daughter. Oh, love that. Ethel and Bobby's. She's cool. Chic. 
Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you do if you had a little more time in the day? Mmm... I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Ugh! I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on-and-off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to ten years, and a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to, like, help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. 
H-E-L-P dot com slash sexy unique. Yeah, it's a great talk. Thanks for the suggestion. You're so welcome. I feel safer actually now. Yeah, it feels good to know. You feel like a little empowered, but it also is just like absolutely shocking and disempowering when you're like, oh, this company sees like no real consequences for this. this. this like families. corporations can kill hundreds of people be absolutely 100% responsible for the deaths of hundreds preventable deaths and then the price that people put on these people's heads is like 2.5 billion and it's all settled and fine and I, CEOs get to retire with their like 70 million dollar retirement severance. pension or whatever the fuck and then life just goes on I did love when the the, the judge made the CEO turn around and look at the families. Yeah. And he was like, you could just see him sweating. I also have to say, I did appreciate Ted Cruz really coming for the CEO. <laughs> he doesn't do much I like, but when he does, when he brings it, he brings it hard. And Ted snatched, Ted was snatching wigs. I mean, that. I think it was like a pretty bipartisan agreement that this was fucking evil. What was yeah. happening. And I mean, but that, I'm sure there are some of those people that have like... Oh, they're paid off. Yeah. yeah. And they're the, like lobbyists oh, are yeah. like taking them out to dinners and stuff. Terrible. But I mean, it's it's pretty wild and not surprising. And it, it feels very like late, late stage capitalist vibes. If you had to be a lobbyist for an absolutely horrific corporation, what like what genre would you choose? I would try. I would try to do use something that wasn't like so directly affecting people's like livelihood. Like I wouldn't want to be healthcare or like public transportation or mm -hmm. even tech. I don't know what I would be. Probably like I'd go big tobacco. Because mm. it's just like it is what it is. We all know it. Yeah. And some people are doing it anyways. I and guess I me too. Would just be like, look. As a smoker. As a smoker. <laughs> I would love be, it or hate it. It's still an obsession. Smoking. Yeah. <laughs> love me or hate me. It's still an obsession. Yeah. And I, and I'd just be like, yeah. So yeah, you want a seafood tower? What mm. do you stick with me? You get seafood towers. Stick with me, kid. Yeah. Uh, I would go lobby on behalf of big tobacco and just pay people off with the biggest seafood towers of their lives. Yeah. The, just like the, <laughs> just the, recordings that the pilot the faa pilots that were like had a meeting with the lobbyists and they were just just hearing them be like we're investigating and then being like why didn't you like they literally like, everyone's so polite like what shocked me the most and i've said this in past episodes but i i'm gonna repeat it because i still find it absolutely shocking the unspoken rules of decorum in the corporate world oh, it's crazy never cease to amaze me where like because we just don't we don't live in that kind of day-to-day -day no. existence <laughs> clearly <laughs> i'm like we started our work day at 1 30 p.m <laughs> um but like if something was to happen even in like entertainment i feel like people are very animated and like disrespectful a lot yeah. of the time and that's kind of like par for the course but like in corporate America, you just have to be like even keeled about 
every horrible thing that happens. Yeah, it's kind of like being a courtesan. No wonder people are depressed everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of like being in like a court of like a king or a queen. Like you just have to like, everything has to be like, it's a game. It's just like as... You have to bring in like folders of documents and then be like, so when this plane crashed and it was clearly your fault, what is the process that you're going through to ameliorate the situation right now? Do you mind answering that question, sir? And then they're like, we are thoroughly looking into it and we assure you we're doing the best we can. And, and they like, go, thank you so much for answering the question. Yeah. And they go, you are welcome. May I use the restroom? And you go, yes, you may. And then they go and then they go, Fuck! yeah, but like, I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, these people are dead. Like, what are you doing to fix this sitch? And like, <laughs> I would like go, I would go ham. Like I wouldn't be able to control myself. Yeah. I, I think it. I am going to lobby now much like I'm going to lobby for the citizens of LA to shut down crazy behavior, kooky behavior. Kooky. I'm going to lobby for everyone in corporate America to start getting kookier. <laughs> Please get kooky in the meeting because we need you to get kooky. If you're not getting kooky, people are di- going to die. Yeah. More people are going to die the less kooky you are. Stay true. And you need to stay true. And the more kooky you are, the more lives you'll save. Yeah. Creati- creatives, creatives need to be less kooky. And corporate America needs to be way kookier. Yeah. You need to put a bag of chips on your head. You need say, to channel. Oh my God. I love her. She's so crazy. She's so crazy. Like that is the energy. In that, every meeting. Or else lives are on the line. Our they lives are, are on the everyone's line. Everyone's lives are on the line. Staring. We're staring you right in the eye. We looking, are Carly in the compact mirror looking, looking corporate America <laughs> right in the eye. And I'm begging you Dying. guys. I'm begging you yeah. in every industry across the board. I'm talking to my listeners who are working at Dell, who are working at Boeing, who are working at Microsoft, who are working in big pharma, who are working in healthcare. Get fucking kooky in the meeting, please. And then all of us who are doing creative things all day, be less. I'm being, I'm not kooky in public. Be way less and keep your head down. That's what I have to say. Keep your head down and look at your shoes. TikTokers, you do less than that. You You need to channel. Don't leave your house. You ask yourself when you're going into the meeting, what would a TikToker do right now? Mm. And then act accordingly because- People will be better off if you stay true and ask the hard-hitting questions. And I think you need to maybe shame people a little or make fun of them and humiliate them in Mm -hmm. a great, funny, and kooky way. But, like, you're going to have to get way kookier because the stakes are higher than ever. People are literally just crashing to the Earth's crust (laughs) as we speak. And you're in the meeting going... It seems as though there was another unexplained crash. What do you think of this, pray tell? And they say, we are, we are looking our into thoughts it. and prayers are with the families affected, but we will do everything in our power to ensure that this is dealt with quickly. And I need it to be kookier than that. <coughs> Bravo. Thank you. Let's talk about our kooky ladies from Mib. Mib. Mib <laughs> Island. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to. Soxy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. The Matriarchs of, of Mozadel. 
Wait, speaking of New York, they're bringing, they're rebooting Roni with an entirely new cast one, and then they're doing a second yeah. Real Housewives co-current season with Legacy. We're talking Kelly Bensimon is coming yeah. back. Fucking Are Tinsley we Mortimer. that she's yes. coming back? Dorinda Medley and Jill Zarin is in talks. Like, I am talking about the possibility of seeing Kelly Bensimon go head to toe with Dorinda Medley and or Tinsley Mortimer. I'm about to cry. Seeing Kelly Benzimon. Kelly's been ready for her comeback. She has. She's been popping up, that kooky queen. TikTok you need is to fun. get Kelly Benzimon levels of kooky in the meeting. Kelly, Kelly's, Kelly's the original. Ready. She's so crazy. I love She's her. She's so, but, and she actually is so crazy. I love her. But the possibility of seeing Tinsley Mortimer getting psychologically broken down by Kelly Bensimon is worry just... For Tins I worry for Tins. I worry for her. She's, fra- she's a fragile flower to begin with. Well, she, not only does she have Ms. Medley on her, the Baroness Medley, she's got the, the Madam, Madam Medley of the Blue Lions. <laughs> We've got... Old turkey baster Medley ready to come for your jugs. Yeah. So we have, we have that happening. We have Luann getting kicked out of gay bars. I mean, we have a lot. Is so, Luann going to be on Legacy? I fucking hope so. I'm you just, can't not have Luann. Get rid I of When I started Ramona. to read the like, we are going to find the new, I was like starting to fugue. And then I read the second half of the sentence and was like, and we're doing a Legacy. And I yeah. was like, and we're fucking back. Like, yeah, it's do it's, whatever you want. Yeah. Go Although off. I will say, I say again, bring Kelly Catron on. Kelly Catron is the is in a perfect Real Housewife of New York. Yeah. Bring that bitch on. I need she's her. Bu- she's booked and busy though. I doubt she that. Is. I wonder if she, I don't think she has time. No. But I would say get it's Kelly's world and we're all just living in it. So like, make her an offer. I'm sure she has a great group of friends that would also be entertaining on TV. And please give us a lesbian house, New York housewife, a power lesbian New York housewife. I have no faith in no. Bravo's ability to like cast new seasons of basically anything. <laughs> Sorry, but true. You guys have failed and failed again. <laughs> Ooh, me but, once, shame on me. You. But to bring in. Ooh, me thrice. <laughs> Shame on my household. <laughs> but Jill Zarin. But legacy. Uh, I think they should start going legacy for every franchise. Jill Zarin in the fish room at Bluestone Manor would literally make me like, I don't know. Jill, I need Kelly back. I need Kelly. I in the crave f- her. Bluestone. I only want girls trips mm-hmm. and I only want legacy. We're also gearing up for the showdown of the, of the century between Dorinda and... Vicky Gumbelson about the vaccine debate on Girls Trip. Like, give me that or give me death. I say, I pray, just silent prayer to God. When is that coming? I don't know. I feel like they're going to wait until like the fall to release it. Honestly, thank God. Thank God for that. Thank God that we live in this time where it's so divisive about <laughs> vaccine efficiency because then we get to see Vicky Gumbelson claiming that it kills you and Dorinda Medley shutting it down. <laughs> Dorinda will put up with a lot, but she won't put up with anti-vax, anti-vax misinformation. Nor should she. I'm obsessed with Vicky, Vicky saying you die. You'll die. Isn't she vaccinated? No. She didn't have to be vaccinated to be on that. Laura, Vicky she didn't- is full... Q, I think. But wouldn't everyone... I thought that was like a production regulation. I don't think Vicky Gumbelson is vaccinated. Well, I mean, if she was testing every day yeah. and whatever, I guess it's fine. 
I mean, do what you really want to do, what you're called to and want to do ultimately if you're keeping other people safe in the process. But like, I'm just obsessed with it kills you. Yeah. Anyway, so we have a lot to look forward to, but. Praise payment. So uh, this is episode six, I believe, of season two midwives. We've got a lot to discuss. There's some primo Big Ange content, but also, I don't know if you're watching on Amazon or where you're watching. The song but the came m- back. song came I know. back. I know. I think it just might be... I think they decided midway to, to change it. Thank I God. I think it's a licensing thing. Because that yeah. other... They tried to do that other song. Some places you watched it, the other song, but we were back to... The, the big, big, big bang. bang the reason, reason I'm alive. When I turned it on and it goes... I also say I've been seeing a lot of midwives content circulating like in gay meme and I'm like we ushered this yeah it all comes back Kendall Jenner I saw is tweeting about Yellowstone or she was on Instagram recently saying I'm on season two of Yellowstone don't tell me what happens and I'm like is it us? <laughs> is it our, our impact? <laughs> Honestly, I, be- I think it is. I thought you were going to say she tweeted a picture of Drita and I was literally going to piece myself. No, she was wearing a vaguely Beth Dutton Luke and said, I'm on season two of Yellowstone. Best, best show ever. Don't tell me what happens. I really think that Beth Dutton's copper is the reason that now all the girls are going copper and strawberry blonde. And now I'm back to being like, I'm just going to go further down the strawberry blonde slash copper journey. Kelly Riley's impact. Kelly Riley, shout out to K Riles. You're doing the damn thing day in, day out. You're British and Married to we a can tell man. sometimes, but I love Beth Dutton. And <laughs> yeah, we can tell. Every once in a while I say, she mm. from the other side of the pond. Don't let him see you afraid. You uh, can blow Beth Dutton to smithereens she'll come crawling back she will come out of the rubble <laughs> and you will rue the day i still haven't i'm waiting for my flat screen to watch the rest of season four wow you're committed i'm i truly am like you're sh- the day i turn on season four i will update the masses because it will be watching from a true flat screen to the gods from my bed that's like too big for my bedroom yeah just wait <laughs> so Drita is at the boxing gym and she's looking fab. She tells her she tells her coach, you know, I swore off fighting in the street, so I'm hoping this will help me get my rage out. She's basically like, I have a lot of anger issues. And he goes, You've been fighting in the streets? And she goes, <laughs> Yeah. She says that when she was first moved to America from Albania, <laughs> she had shaved sides of head and a crew cut and had earrings and spoke in a thick Albanian accent. And, and wore a blue dress. And was terrorized by her schoolmates. And I was like, I would pay to hear her. A little Albanian girl with a shaved head and a blue dress coming in going, my name is Drita. And fighting the first guy who bullied her. She was in kindergarten. She goes, Slay. I punched a douchebag square in the face. Hell and yeah. he was a douchebag. I love a kindergarten douchebag. Drita said no to xenophobia. Yeah. Thank God. I just wrote diner hours. <laughs> this diner looks amazing. 
What was the name of it? I didn't catch the name. I don't know, but Karen's eating a crock of French onion soup, which mm. is the only thing you can eat at a diner. And I literally wanted to like stick my face in it. Yeah. Karen and Ramona's cozy diner dinner. And now they both, they've come around full circle and are both dying to be friends with Carla. Mm-hmm. Because despite everything, all the bullshit that she's up to, the one thing I can say about that girl, is she is really loyal. The girl called Carla is actually loyal. They're also just sitting there like eating, you know, like drinking like really sugary diner coffee. Mm-hmm. They're like drinking coffee at like 10 p.m. Shout out to like my Denny's days as a high schooler where oh, yeah. we just used to gather at Denny's and drink coffee until like 11 p.m. and smoke cigs indoors at Denny's. Shout out to being an alt kid in high school and eating at the diner on weekends instead of going out. And having fun at the diner. Oh, I was... You could find me at Denny's. Find me at Crystal Lake Diner in Westmont, Haddon Township, New Jersey. Denny's on 63rd in May. Shout out. I don't think it's there anymore. We'd gather. We'd sit in a huge booth and just smoke cigs and drink coffee <sighs> and get grand slams. Yeah. Smoking cigs laugh. in a diner was I know. incredible. The kids today. It was fun. Ramona goes... Carla believes everything Drita says. Drita could tell us she invented water and she'd believe it. I was like, I don't think so. And no, you can't invent water. Ramona is just working herself up into a tizzy. I like, know. I'm just, like, let it go. I just wrote another episode full of restaurants and diners. <laughs> so many. Drita arrives. Mob Wives season two is just Mob Wives restaurants. <laughs> Drita arrives in a big floppy hat. And Carla puts on a pair of power earrings mm-hmm. and they link up at Vesuvio for dinner. Yeah. I want to go to Vesuvio. I kind of blacked out on what they were saying, but all I wrote was, I wish Drita would star in a remake of The Nanny. Ugh, totally. She's Fran. Yeah. Fran vibes. Carla tells Drita that she met with Ramona and Drita just goes, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, she's a little weasel. It about, is sick. About Ramona. It is sick. You took the bait. She should have never met up with that girl, Ramona. Oh my God, Big Ange. God is my witness. I honestly have been in a weird, like a funky funk. Yeah, same. And Big Ange threw me out of that funk into like a actual lol head space. But also like so just joyful to the point of like making me want to cry. No, I was crying. She has a pom- She got just got a Pomeranian named Louie. Hello, baby. She goes, his name is Little Louie. His name is Little Louie. This Louis. is Big Ange and Little Louie in the confessional. Hello, my baby. Oh, so my little baby. She loves him, but she's also a little disappointed because she had to buy him herself. That's better that way. Mm-hmm. Look. Oh. It's me and my baby. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. She loves Louie. She was kind of finessing or she was court being courted by a guy and sort of trying to get a dog out of him he was a creep he was a creep and then ghosted her and then she just had to go get little louie herself and she, she goes the wise he guys me the wise guys used to buy me lots of things persian cats flown in from other countries <laughs> not anymore that hurts a lot to, aren't there any good guys out there left Persian cats flown out from other countries. I want to go to this store so bad. They had a t-shirt for a turtleneck for dogs that said America's Next Top Dog Model. And I was like, I yeah. need that. Big Ange and a friend go to this 
Dog. Her daughter. Oh, her daughter? I think that was her daughter. Oh. Her friend. Her... That girl was like 14. They go to a dog clothing store and like a boutique and she wants to get... She's apparently gotten Louis cowboy boots, which <laughs> just kills me. She's in boots mode with Louis. Louis loves her. She's... They go, what are you looking for? And she goes, oh, how about a coat? How about a coat? And she puts a top hat on Louis at one point. And I was like, I need a top hat. I wore a top hat this week. You did? I found one that was like two feet tall. Where? At a new space that Simon's working at. A new space. It was just like in. It was just in. Yeah. I love that. I put a little. Karen is getting media trained. Wait, Louis pees. Oh, right. She was, uh-oh. Uh-oh, Louis. He peed a little. That's me with Tony when he poops next to the cello. I'm sorry. He just peed a little on the floor. I need a 24-hour-a-day Big Ange cam. I know. It's We've really got to watch her spinoff show. It's really sad that she's not here. I know. Like, it's... Yeah. It's such a bummer. It's so... It's, like, so bittersweet to watch her. She brings so much joy. She's a real star. She like, is she's a, a true star. TV star. Mm-hmm. Karen's getting media trained to because she's going to do a media tour for Mob Dada. She goes... I booked a huge interview with Mob Candy Magazine. They got a seven-page layout. I was like, mm. this is her Vanity Fair. Yeah, this is her, like, Annie Leibovitz moment. Um, Mob Candy Magazine. So she meets, like, a, a news anchor or some kind who... Who's going to media coach her. So she's like, tell me more about your father. And Karen's like, well... You know, he's a very famous mobster and he, you know, there was murder involved. He killed 19 people. And you just see the woman. She goes, oh, she goes, ooh. Mm-hmm. she goes, are you worried that anyone from the mob will be mad about what you have to say? Maybe come after you? Like, is there danger involved? Which I believe that she was now just asking for herself. Yeah. <laughs> Scared for her life. Karen goes, you know, my dad, she goes. He, got, he went down with John Gotti, and he, he sold out the mob to the feds. He was the escape goat. I was like, oh. Karen? Karen. You better learn how to read, boy, before you learn how to write. Those I holes. love classic writer problems. <laughs> those holes in your, those ecstasy holes in her head are. He was the escape goat. The escape goat. And she, the woman goes, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Karen's basically like, I need to learn how to not get, because I go into attack mode when someone comes from my family. She chews him out. So Amphetamine she... Karen comes out to play if you call her father the rat. She goes, some people may call him Sammy the bull. Some people call him Sammy the rat. But to me, he's just Sammy. So that's my story. And I got to tell my story. Some people say I'm making money off of blood money. But I say, this is my story. And I got to <laughs> tell it. And I say, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> what else am I going to do? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Milking it for all it's worth. I love. Tell me about your father. To be honest, my father's a gangster. And yeah, there was murder involved. He killed 19 people. 19 people that we know of. That we know of. Probably the like. The woman's. <laughs> she goes. Like, I'm, we're probably talking about upwards of like 100 people in, in reality. 19 people is probably a very generous, like, I just don't understand, again, back to the (laughs) penal system, how you kill 19 people and then you're now out of jail with a podcast. Because he gave, he helped them out. In America, you can just, like, 
do whatever you want as long as you then rat. Yeah. <laughs> Junior and Renee are at therapy. Oof. I have to say that the therapist is so funny to me. He's he, like 29 years old. He's like 29. He kind of looks like Tom Everett Scott. Remember that guy? Uh, yeah. Do I remember yeah, that yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. I just was on Ryan Bailey's podcast and I told a whole story about Tom Everett Scott was my first ever like true crush obsession. And I like got all into it. So all that to say, yes, I yeah. very much remember he Tom had, Everett Scott. He kind of had that energy. He did now that I now that you mention it. But I'm just like, who is this guy, this therapist? He's like a dude. He's just like a dude who like kind a of twenty nine year old guy. Has a New York accent. He's like, so tell me like why you're here. And Junior's like, Well, we got together real fast and I mean it was hectic. I did a lot of lying and a lot of cheating and it moved quickly and it was a it was just a lot. It was a lot to deal with. And then Renee starts weeping. And she's like, I can't believe you said that. I can't fucking believe you said that. Because she remembers it like happy. and I thought we fell in love. I fell in love with you. You were really in love with me. And it was beautiful. And she goes, makes me think our relationship wasn't what I thought it was. And I go, honey, it wasn't. Well, then she brings up, I don't even want to repeat this story, but she brings up like a truly sad moment where she's like junior has spent a lot of time in a relationship like commenting on my body and we were intimate the other night and he was looking at me so like she goes usually i'm on my stomach and she I asked didn't, i fugued at that part because i don't remember her saying that yeah she goes usually she's she goes and i asked him why are you like looking at me now because usually we have sex the other way and he says because you're thin so we find out that he's basically been body shaming her for the entirety of their relationship, which then explains her insane her insecurities. Yeah. And he's cheating on her with lots of strippers. So she's like insecure about that. He and got a then, woman pregnant. I know, pregnant and then had the baby. Yeah. So like AJ has a half sibling out there. It's just like I'm so glad that Renee's out of that relationship, but also it's like that fucked her up. I mean, her whole life has been like a series of men, men disappointing her. And I just hope for her sake that she's like slow healing from that yeah, and like too. learning from that. And like she, because she is such a strong force of nature. She's also a, beautiful. Yes, obviously. But she's, like, she's like truly like a powerful I know. woman and we root for Renee to be able to like overcome all that and then be confident and like killing it in the world is all I want for her. Me too. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, all of us strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. But I now realize it's like fucking junior and her dad I know, and like to be that insecure which it makes sense if someone that you love is telling you you're fat and ugly like it makes sense that you're gonna be obsessed with plastic surgery and then you're gonna carve yourself up and almost rip yourself in half trying to get like a bbl and junior the the whole time watching this therapy and then he gets mad he goes i can't believe you said that it's like well bitch when's she gonna say when is she when she yeah like where's what not the fuck do you this think is the therapy place is to say about? it you stupid idiot and renee goes oh god your ears are red i'm i'm gonna hear get it like a mouthful when we get home she goes i don't even want to get in your car because she knows how fucking mad he is but i'm also like how fucked up is it to go through a life-threatening plastic surgery experience to try and fix something that you have been conditioned to believe is wrong with you almost die Mm -hmm. basically medically die for a little bit (laughs) live to tell the tale only to then base be conditioned that it was like all worth it because now the guy you love will like look at your body while he fucks you it's like very sad and this all is just like i mean it's very much like the state of like society as a whole but i think also in like italian culture and society feels very it's just like women go through a lot, but it seems like they really go through a lot in like Italian culture too. I think it's also just Catholicism and like women. That's Madonna whore. Yeah. It's so it's fucked, fucked up. up. And, and junior and all this, all this time we're in this therapy session. I, I couldn't stop looking at his watch. Cause I'm like, he's filming her or he's taping her right now. Like the whole time he's doing this. And I don't think her- that you can, uh, submit any sort of like therapy tapes as evidence though his watch anyway his watch has the that's the thing just he's a like i think whatever like anything with a therapist is off limits as far as surveillance goes and anything i just meant like knowing that he's just knowing that it's there yeah and that he's like humiliating her on the daily while betraying her and her family is just and his son fucked all i want to do is go on a dog walk with big Ange and drita to take little Louie to the park. We gotta take Louie to the park. She goes, because the big dogs are gonna get him. She goes, so I go on a date. He comes over. He's just out of jail after 28 years. He comes over. I have a nice Sunday dinner. And he shows me a knife. He reveals that he has a knife that you can't get fingerprints on. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. She goes, let me tell you, I went on a date with an absolute mental case. And my- she's laughing. My God. Comes over with beautiful flowers yeah. and a knife that doesn't get fingerprints. Woo. But that's like, that's truly like normal for a big Ange. That's just another day on Raya yeah. for these, these women. She goes, I tell you, all I need in the world is Louie. So I don't want no guy. I don't want no guy. And then she ends up with her flop husband. Her basement husband. <laughs> <laughs> so she must meet her basement husband on the show. 
Off the camera, yeah. Yeah, and then she's just married like the next I guess time so, around. Yeah. Wow. I'm excited to see it all unfold. Renee's in a park outside the Brooklyn courthouse, and she's just begging Junior to forgive her for humiliating her. The Please levels forgive of stress, me. The levels of stress. I'm like, I understand so much of Renee's struggles after seeing this. She's waiting. We see she's waiting for Ramona because Ramona's boyfriend is like on trial. So she's been going to the courthouse like to visit him. And today's his arraignment. His so arraignment. he's like getting told what's what. And this is kind of a sick moment because it's sort of like Renee like initiating her into like the club of like women whose men are being incarcerated mm-hmm. for, in the mob. And it's she's sort of like, well, like this is it. You know, and she's sort of like saving a spot for her at the table. And it's because this is Ramona's real first, other than her grandfather, like her first brush with this. Yeah. And it's kind of like. It's sad. Yeah. It's like the cycle continues because I think they also, I mean, Renee thrives from the drama. Oh, yeah. Like this is like she gets on the carousel time and time again. Mm -hmm. And this episode made it really clear at just like the stress and horror of these women's lives that they like voluntarily participate in Mm -hmm. and i well it's it's sort of like the carmela soprano like it's like they yeah there's benefits to this lifestyle that they've been accustomed to Mm -hmm. of like material security like probably like social security you know social hierarchy and things and i think and it's it's, like all they know it's a trade-up but also just the treatment by these men is so pig. disgusting pig behavior mm-hmm. and they never really apologize or take accountability for anything and never change. But these women are just so beaten down that like they accept the bare minimum as being like an incredible gift. Chivalry. It's awful. I hate seeing these women go through it. Well, this and it bums me out when Drita is like about to her daughter asks if she's ever been in a fight and Aaliyah. And mm-hmm. then as soon as she's about to answer that, she gets a call from Lee and like all of Drita's The montage resolve. of <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of whether or not to answer Aaliyah. And it's like literally seven different moments where Drita has administered a violent beatdown. It's fight night every night mm-hmm. for Drita Devanzo, but it's to see her resolve sort of break as soon as Lee like kind of apologizes for being a gross pig is like I was like no because she's because she's been so good like I've been loving her but escape. it's the performance it's like all part of it is yeah. like you're angry you throw the clothes out you like mm-hmm. shit on them and talk a big game but as soon as they come back and I think that that's why they why these men marry this type of woman because I think the woman does really love them like mm-hmm. even Carmela was in love with Tony that yeah. whole time like was he in love with her I don't think so. I think that he loved her and I think there were moments when he was in love with her, but not didn't feel the same way for her that she felt for him. Yeah. Oh, this part, I will say I think Ramona's a good mom. Kind of. Yeah. 
this part, made me really sad. This is so she has four children. They're adorable children. Her son. I know. I was like, this boy is traumatized, and you need to like pay special attention to him because he looks devastated. But aren't the girl? Aren't they so sweet looking? Yeah. She basically has them all like at a picnic, and she's like. Takes him to the park to tell him that her boyfriend's in jail. And he's been like a real father to all of them because their father has basically like excommunicated them. The one who lives in Dubai. Mm-hmm. So they don't really have a father and this guy has been that figure to them. So they're they're used to like being rejected by a father figure. And now they have, they've lost another one. And it's just really sad. And Ramona's like, and on top of that, mommy was in jail for a day. And they're all like... <laughs> What? I was just like remembering being a kid where you're getting told something like you don't want to know about. Yeah. it's And it's sucks. Yeah. I mean, I, and on one hand, I like I I think it's kind of cool that she's like being really transparent with them and like well, you have to be. I mean, and I think she's doing it in the most in such a fucked up situation. I think she does it in a way that's like fairly tender and like easy to digest but she's also like it's gonna traumatize them regardless well yeah you're not if you're hanging out with a drug dealer yeah you're not you're not putting your family first and her sweet angel daughter goes next time you talk to him tell him i love him and miss him oh that That one so that girl she has another moment where like it i actually simon and i were like i started crying watching it babies I fugued during Karen's phone call with Dave. Yeah, I don't want to. I can't. Like, her phone acting sends me to a place of just blackout. Well, again, she uses, she mis, she misuses, like, a phrase. And she <laughs> goes, she goes, he goes, how you doing? And she goes, well, she goes, I don't know. It's hotter than the Sierra up here. I feel like a camel. And I'm like, Sierra? You mean Sahara? Sahara. <laughs> you dummy. And then. She goes, what are you doing? S- She's like hanging out in my apartment. I was like, that's all Karen does is hang out in this apartment. This shitty. This horrible red hard. couch, red, white, and black apartment. <clears throat> it's so awful. The color scheme in there. It's like Lynchian. It's like Beauty and Essex. It's really terrifying. She goes, you're probably slapping your dick around my house. I'm like, oh. Jesus Christ. Damn. <laughs> Leave us out. <laughs> Loop us God. out. Karen does... <laughs> Karen's photo shoot for Mob Candy Mag is at this place called Hotel Z, mm. which is like there's a bunch of hotels like in Brooklyn that are like this. And they're just these weird like boutique hotels that, that are, are like, like $169 a night or, or something. Less. Yeah. But like they all kind of like present as like somewhat fancy, but they're like really freaky. I used to walk. I used to pass them all the time. She is now I'm out of mob mode and into model mode. Yeah, you're out so of So that's what you world. think. <laughs> she descends a staircase ready for her interview with like a shiny red lip. And she goes, now I really feel like a mafia princess. So she's like getting this photo shoot done. There's a view of, I think it's, it must be in like Greenpoint or like Williamsburg or something or Queen, like somewhere. But there's a pretty incredible view of Manhattan. She's in this terrible dress. Mm. And the interviewer from Mob Candy is literally some guy. Yeah. He's some dude. In a newsboy cap. He's like, so uh, tell me, what's it like being uh, Sammy the Bull's, Sammy the Rat's daughter? 
And she's like, well, uh, my father. She's like, he's just a man. He's my father. He's just a man. He's my father. And Mm. to that, I say, he's just a man. She gives this whole interview also with lipstick on her teeth. And I was like, (laughs) Karen, can someone help her? And he's like, real. he's like, he's, he's writing everything down in a notepad. And he's like, really? They did this interview like standing up. Yeah, he's like really, he's talking really close to her. I was like, wouldn't you sit down? Like, yeah. this interview is like a two-minute interview. He's like, hey, uh. This journalist. This hard-hitting. This Mob Candy magazine <laughs> journalist. editor. Who uh, is this man? <laughs> he's probably like some guy they found downstairs at the bar at Hotel Z. And they were like, hey, want to come up and interview Karen? Is Mob Candy magazine even a thing anymore? Let's look. Probably. Maybe not. I don't know. Mob Candy Magazine subscription. What a great website. (laughs) (laughs) You can now, for Mob Candy Magazine, buy a historical scrapbook of the Gallo brothers from the beginning to the end, signed and shipped. Only $30. I'm going to get you a subscription to Mob Candy. (laughs) You better not. It's going to show up on your doorstep one day and you're going to be like... They do book Ooh. reviews. Well, they probably reviewed her book. I'm crying. The store. That room, by the way, where the photo... It really, it's like... That was like a meth room. That was like where people bottom out on Tina <laughs> and go like P&P. That's where like gays go to like P&P. For what? For Mob Candy Magazine's website. Little pal, if daddy goes away, promise you'll be good from day to day. Oh, God. I'm crying over, like... The culture. The culture is so funny to me because also all these men are, like, 90 years old now. They also, they're also just so dramatic. There's so much drama. There's like, so much drama. The men are just... Men are straight men, like uber machismo. Like they're just like, they're all really dramatic. Like this is <laughs> this is a gay this website. Shirt, you can buy a shirt that's a dangerous dame women's t-shirt. I'm gonna get that. You are you are a dangerous dame. I am. There's another one that says "screw for the fun of it." Oh. <laughs> okay. I would hope that's what most people yeah. are screwing for. We're, no, they're screwing to make babies for Jesus. For the Catholic Church. You do cigar humidor. <laughs> oh my god. James Cagney and Humphrey Bogart Mob Candy original artwork. Can we just... I don't want to talk about the end because it upset me too much. Can we just talk more about mo- this website? <laughs> yeah. Basically the end to summarize. Renee just like makes... Drita com- has Renee and Kala over for coffee. And then they all talk about like... They're scrub husbands. They're horrible husbands. And Drita watches as Renee is like fully descending into madness because Junior's putting her through it. And she's like, I can't help but wonder, like, is this what it's going to be like when I get back with Lee? And I'm like, yes. And Carla goes, I don't know. I'm a little worried about Renee. I'm like, you should be. You should be. Carla's the only one that's like managed to get out of this. Who are the President Street boys? (laughs) (laughs) Is this based in New York? I don't know. We need to. Why didn't I intern there when I lived in New York? Honestly, you really should have. The one gay at Mob Candy. 
So their links only work if you go back to the homepage and then navigate. <laughs> Is this the song? It's like a MySpace page where like your song. Yeah. This is like a 2005 website. Not even. It, it's actually, it is a very MySpace. Press. <laughs> Society. Some French magazine is true. The truth about the lives of the mafia. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Arcade Fire. This has to be really old. Who's this guy? Oh. <laughs> All the press they've gotten is like international because that's really the only people that care at this point. <laughs> Staten Island abundance. We're going to get fishes on our doorstep for speaking ill against MC. Mob Candy Magazine. <laughs> MCM. But what is it? Reviews. Oh my God, you know. Oh, is there go an address? back to the home. To <laughs> is there an, to the reviews. Is, oh my God, I can't hear this song again. Is there an address for the magazine? Like a, I want to know like... Writers, <laughs> Frankie D, the publisher. I was born in Brooklyn, New York in 1956. The neighborhood was called South Brooklyn, also known as Red Hook. I was born on first place in Court Street. I love, this is a publisher's bio. <laughs> right in the heart of a great Italian neighborhood. I mostly grew up with my grandparents, Sal and Mary, the two nicest people I've met thus far in my life. <laughs> My father was a wise guy. My mother was just as bad. She should have been born a man. When my father had beef and my mother was there, she would throw punches too. They made a great team. My father wasn't around much. He was either out taking care of business on the lam or on the lamb, but I was treated good. When there was money, I got a lot of treats, but when there was none, it was back to my grandparents' house. It was great, and I have no complaints, so let's skip the shit from the ages of 1 to 16. <laughs> Sounds like a great childhood. <laughs> I love it. My childhood was so amazing. I'm going to skip it, and I don't want to talk about it from ages 1 to 16. These men. In the year 1970, my dad met a man named Al Goldstein through another man whose name was Archie Gordon, a newspaper distributor. He was having some trouble, so he came down to the gallows for help. From that point on, my dad owned and operated Astro News. For the next 35 years, he was the sole distributor of Al Goldstein's famous Screw magazine and 50 other sex publications. Oh. We had the business until 2002 and made a lot of money. In between, life went on as normal as I thought it should be. Let's go to 1972, the year I popped my cherry in more ways than one. I love this oh, life story. How long is this? This is just him, the publisher, telling his story. And then we have two writers on the team. This is when I started hanging with my dad. He was on President Street, hanging with the Gallows. He used to be with Larry Gallo a lot before he died in 1968 of cancer. I thought this was 1972. Could have used an editor. My father and I drove Larry Gallo home one night, and that was the last time I saw him. The first time I met Joey Gallo, he grabbed my cheek so hard I was black and blue for a week. He did it to show his affection to me, knowing I was Ricky's son. He told me if anything ever happened to my father that I always had a home on the block. And then he told me to go wash his car. In 19... <laughs> this man abused you. 1972 was a good year. I used to go to President Street to see my father a lot and started hanging with some of the other guys my age, like Frankie Prosciutti and Anthony Gumbattle. I had another two guys that hung with me named Steve and Marty. And they, President this Street. This is also like, you're just, 
Just tell us about the history yeah. of you distributing you're, this magazine. You're giving us like a history on like people we don't care about. <laughs> and they were great friends. I started staying on the block a lot and hanging at Roy Roy's club where the regular <laughs> guys stood. Back then we were too young to hang in main clubs. One night I was playing cards in the club and one of the big boys, no names, was looking for some no guys to do a score with. My luck, I was there. I went on my first score at Diamond Heist in New York. I took my two friends, Marty and Anthony, with me. We did it and got away with $100,000 in diamonds. Oh, my God. After we fenced it, we got about 5000 apiece. That was big for us. After that, we started to dress the part and got some recognition. When we would go to the clubs, people knew we were there from President Street and that Rick was my father. After a few bar fights, when I fucked some guys up, it was smooth sailing from ages 16 to 21. He's 16, Jesus. Yeah. I met a lot of big names like Don Carlos, Fuzanali, Joe Shep, and Anil from different families besides the family my father was with. I got very close to some of them like Roy. Roy Roy, Bobby Borriello, Steve Cirillo, Joe Castro, wait, and wait, Louis wait, the wait. Syrian. Like Roy, Roy Roy. <laughs> Roy Roy Roy. <laughs> I also met a lot of assholes that I didn't get along with, but that's another story. Then I did a few other things that we can't talk about here. This is the year, 1976. I got my first gun pinch and I beat it. I got knocked down to assault. By 1984, I got a drug pinch and was facing four different 25 years to life bids, but it got thrown out. Over the course, I met guys from different crews I hung out with that wanted to be me, that wanted me to be with them. But my father always said, be a friend and help out, but stay a loner so you wouldn't be obligated. Thank God he was right. Half became rats and the others became pricks. In the last 20 years, if there was a beef, I got a gun and took care of it myself. Not to say there aren't a lot of good guys out there, because there are many. This magazine represents the life I was born and raised into, so kick back, relax, and enjoy our killer premiere issue. <laughs> that's, a, that's the first... That's like, a, that's like a... The letter to the editor. Yeah. Damn. Wait, so they're, they just like brag about the time they've done. Yeah, they just talk about the good old days of like gun pinch and diamond heist this and gun pinch that and so they never and they never move forward in their lives they know they're stuck truly it's like it is a cult of nostalgia but it's, it's a real dying culture i think because like are there there's not like wise guys anymore no i mean there's there's still organized crime yeah but it's not like I think with just surveillance technology and yeah, the current you affairs, you can't like go on a diamond heist, get paid five thousand piece, big money for us. <laughs> I love my childhood was great. Have no complaints, and I'm not gonna fucking talk about the ages one to sixteen. Let's move on. That's bullshit. I don't want to talk about it because it was so fucking good. It was amazing. You basically said both your parents were like hotheads that committed acts of violence twenty four seven. Your mom was. Throwing punches she was so violent she should have been born a man but it's wonderful i have no notes but we don't talk about it so don't bring it up i'll fucking kill you <laughs> that's it. this is him to his therapist yeah these men need therapy i'm sorry but if you say i'm not talking about a chunk of my childhood that's the reason i think that you can trace any fucked up thing that's happened in your life or like your bad patterns go it right go? back to that place the Gallo brothers are the wine people. Of what wine? Gallo wine. I've had it. 
Maybe it's a New York wine. Well, back to the homepage to get to <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no more. Um, Who are... Basically, the moral of this episode is go to therapy. <laughs> Please go to therapy. Restaurants. Nostalgia is overrated. Here's some reviews. Oh, no. They have one. <laughs> oh, my God. They reviewed a place in South Florida. This is just like some screenshots of restaurants they like. They like Uncle four of Uncle Frankie's top picks in South Florida. Who's Uncle Frankie? Frankie and Johnny's in Fort Lauderdale. Be greeted at the door by the owner, Johnny Meatballs. <laughs> this is good to know because I might go to South Florida soon. Pod de Gennaro's. Right off the A1A in Commercial Boulevard sits a sleeper hit. No ah! <laughs> Oh my god, okay. Anthony's Runaway 84 <laughs> on a highway. This episode is like two hours long. <laughs> Love it. Guys. Guys, go to Mob Candy. Subscribe if you want. Support local independent magazines. <laughs> yeah. Independent publishing <laughs> is the way of the dime. Here's they go. Balistana. Here's how you make some veal chop balistana. <laughs> 12 ounce bone in veal chop, two slices de parma prosciutto, two slices fontina cheese, one cup sliced mushrooms, one tablespoon chopped salad. You're possessed right now. And one I'm, tablespoon <laughs> butter, three fourth cup, cut open a pocket. Okay, in the veal. okay. You, are, you have gone, you're in a place of Melania. <laughs> this has sent me. I'm obsessed. Back to the homepage. No. You don't go anywhere. <laughs> I just need to know more, and it just doesn't seem like there are a lot There's of not that information. Much. I don't think it's a real magazine. So, Mob Candy magazine was not like the explosive press that Karen thought it would be. Wait, what are Karen's books Amazon reviews? Karen Gravano. Karen. Didn't a lot of people say that they. It was just like her dad's. I think it was just like her dad's book copied and pasted into her book. Right? Don't waste your time. Honestly, it was kind of boring. I'm not sure if it's because she told the exact same stories about her father and her life in so many interviews, so I knew what was happening before I would finish the page. It's just not worth the money. <laughs> Hypocrite. ADD at its best. <laughs> Someone said one star. This is a horrible read. I know. She's everywhere with her thoughts. She's a hypocrite in writing things that contradict her relationship with Drita on the show. I wish I never read it, because I did kind of like her. Now I don't. It provides that the woman helped her write this, but she's also a horrible writer, too. <laughs> and this is coming from a woman who doesn't read but a few books a year. Thanks. <laughs> the, I love, like, I'm drag. a real, I'm a dummy, so... <laughs> the this drag of the bad. century. God, incredible. Well... The ladies are beautiful. We love them so much. Pray for them. Pray for Renee. Say like 30 Hail Marys at oh, these I'm on the women. rosary. Every, yeah. every, every time I watch this show, I'm like, I got to whip out the Big beads. Big Ange is the only one that's got it figured out. And she went the way of the dodo bird. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Editing services provided by Friend of the Pod Productions.